Hey everybody, welcome to A Girl Talks. This episode is going to be very enlightening um, because I had a very enlightening experience with my experience. In this episode, I'm going to share with you how I forgave when life felt very painful and unfair. I've been through a lot of things. You've probably heard it before, or if it's your first time. I have been a victim of bullying. I have dealt with various traumas, um, mind, body, and soul, a survivor of domestic violence, and a survivor of myself, to sum it up. Uh, you could probably hear more about my life experience throughout various episodes here at A Girl Talks. But what I want to get to the root of is that for a long time, I would forgive. I would forgive, I would forgive, I would forgive, you know? Um, I, and by forgiving, it wasn't like me condoling people's actions or behavior. No, it was not, it was not making the statement that it was okay or that it was right. It was forgiving um, because in my mind's mind, I'm not greater than God. And if God could forgive us for ultimately destroying and taking his only son, then who am I to not be able to forgive? That was me and my religious upbringing. But the truth of the matter is that when I tried to trick my brain into alleviating my pain through forgiveness by forgetting, that only kept me away further and further away from the root of what I had endured and the root of the feeling that I was experiencing. And, and, and to sum it up, it, it kept me further away from true liberation. I am very kind and open-minded and I always like to rationalize things. I always try to figure out why things happen the way they happen, no matter how messed up a situation is. And that's how I've always tend to lean towards forgiving people when they asked it. A lot of people in my life that have hurt me the most have not asked for forgiveness. And those are the people that I had to work the most on forgiving. Because in order to be liberated, in order to heal, in order to find salvation, I had to be able to forgive them too. And my journey of learning how to forgive led me to being able to heal. Not forgetting, not throwing it under the rug, not saying, yeah, I forgive you. Okay, let's never talk about it again because this is awkward and I don't like how I feel. It's finding the deep root of it, feeling those hidden raw emotions that have been buried year after year, experience after experience, because for so long, for so long, I believed that I was fine. When really, I was battling between this tug of war of resentment, anger, frustration, upset, fear. <laughs> and that, and that in turn would lead me to feeling paranoid, attacked. And, and those are feelings that underneath those emotions were the truth. 
that I wasn't allowing myself to feel that the moment that I would feel these things, I would just unleash and deflect. But really what I needed to feel, what I really, really, really needed to allow myself to melt into wasn't hatred, wasn't resentment, wasn't anger. It was feeling of disappointment. It was feeling of rejection. It was feeling of hurt. It was feeling of deceit. It was feeling of vulnerability. And it's those feelings that I was not ready to come to terms with, that I had never allowed myself to dive into. Instead, I allowed myself to stay afloat with this resentment that led to more resentment and to more resentment that sometimes would affect those in my life that were just innocent bystanders, like my mother or my lover. And it it was nobody's fault, not even mine, because I couldn't realize what was happening. I didn't understand it. You know, finding a therapist during the middle of this pandemic, during the, through the, through the peak of my breakup, it's allowed me to stop thinking and to start feeling these feelings that I did not want to feel for so long because it scared me. I don't want to relive it again. But I would constantly talk about it. And even that type of mentality in handling those type of traumas and pains and issues, I let that ripple into other things. For example, my relationship. There was something that happened before we even were official. And I just swept it under the rug. And I pretended that there was not a problem in the world, no issue in the world. When the truth of the matter was, there was a lot of pain and disappointment and a lot of rejection that I felt in the beginning that I did not get a chance to nurture and heal with my partner. And that was my fault. I didn't allow them in because by allowing them in would mean I would have to be weak. I'd have to be vulnerable and I'd have to revisit all these things. And these these were things that even if I did touch just the surface, I was not allowing them in deeper because I myself wasn't allowing myself to dive deeper. And that sometimes happens in relationships, that happens in friendships, that happens in families, that happens in the world. We see it. it leads to war when really a conversation could just lead to peace. It turns out that it's, it's much easier to, to, to get angry. It's much easier to lean towards the negative and get irritable um, than to accept our feelings of unworthiness to accept that feeling of rejection. It's so much easier to turn into that bitch than it is to soak in that emotion that you want to avoid. What I know today, today after working intensely with a therapist and even my love recovery coach, shout out to Carmelia Ray, and even working with masters, spiritual healers, shamans over at New Haven up in upstate New York. Um, If you're ever around there, check out Ellenville, Ellenville, New York. There's a beautiful facility called Honors and it's, it's, it's amazing. What I now know today is that 
there was no way I could possibly heal from any of my situations, not from when I was a kid getting teased and bullied, not when I was getting beaten and left for dead, and not from my relationships that caused internal trauma and struggle of trust. None of those things could ever possibly be healed from a place of anger and blame. The only way that I could heal is by connecting to that pain by diving deeper into those feelings that I was hiding behind a smile, that I was hiding behind pride, that I was hiding behind this cool personality that nothing bothers me, that I'm unbothered. Because a long, long, long time ago, I promised myself, I promised myself somewhere a long time ago, and I don't know the exact specifics of when, but I know that I promised myself never to again feel vulnerable. And unknowing that at that moment when that subconscious, you know, survival instinct kicked in at the time that I I literally signed off to a contract of suffering and leading towards the same patterns of suffering with the same type of situation and outcome, but with different people. I built this thick wall around myself in order to protect myself. I I wanted to be loved and I wanted to love, yet I I wanted to do that with this thick, thick, thick guard surrounding me. A wall between me and anybody else that could possibly hurt me. So naturally, when my wall has come down and I feel the most safest, the most familiar and the most comfort, And then I got hurt again. Yeah, that guard came back up. And it was as if, it was as if it never left. It was as if there was never even a dent made. I didn't like feeling vulnerable. I reminded myself why I made that promise to myself years ago, whenever that was, as a little girl, that I can't remember exactly when. But that did that made that pact with herself, never allow it to happen. And I was mad. I was mad at myself. I was mad at them. I was mad at the situation. I took it out on everybody from my roommate at the time to my mother. Yes. And you best believe to the person that I, I was dating because I was hurt by them too. And nobody's the wrong person here. We all struggle with our own issues and our own demons and our own, but I, had to come to terms almost three years later, two, three years later, the maths, I don't know, I'm off, it's irrelevant. I had to come to terms though, that in order to be liberated by everything that was scary to me, I had to learn to let go and feel it where it hurt the most. Allow it to come and to greet that feeling of pain because I did not want to be a victim of my own self anymore. I didn't want to suffer anymore. I didn't want to suffer from things that I suffered from when I was five, six, seven, eight, from when I was 16, 17, 18 to my twenties to when in my early thirties, I didn't want to suffer what happened to me in the beginning of our, our courtship. I didn't, I didn't want that anymore. I wasn't this angry person. I'm not. So how could I love someone so much but still have so much bottled resentment. 
is because I did not allow myself to process everything. I found that in the process of forgiving, in the process of cleaning out those, those cobwebs in my memory bank, dusting off the dust that piled up on this to just reopen and relive, I found myself sobbing. I found myself crying tears of pain, of rejection, of unworthiness, fear, that vulnerability that, that I just so much dreaded. Tears, tears cleansed down my cheeks, cleansed my soul. Oh my God, I cried so hard, it, it, you don't even understand. But it was so cleansing and so healing in itself. I mean, I could honestly have drowned in my tears. I was like literally not able to breathe, hyperventilating. But what's beautiful about the experience, what happened with that, is that I reclaimed my vulnerability. And I took that experience that I had with my therapist and I further took it and extended it by going to a spiritual retreat, which was Honors Haven, upstate New York. And there I got to really apply vulnerability, opening up, revisiting fears, challenging myself and making a conscious effort of reclaiming the beauty of vulnerability. Because often we, we tend to have a hard time of letting ourselves be vulnerable. We're like the scorpion. We see something, we're in threat, we're ready to just sting it with the stinger. Because we know how easy it is for us to get hurt. Just like the scorpion. You can just throw a book on it, squash, it'll squish and die. We fight so hard to keep ourselves from feeling the most painful of emotions. But yet we relive the most painful of emotions. We can't allow ourselves to feel it, but we will relive the situation over and over and over again. And I didn't want that anymore. I didn't want that anymore. I let that part really die at Honors Haven. I let that part of forgiving and putting it into the world manifest itself at Honors Haven. And when I did that, this, this, this feeling of freedom, this feeling of love, this feeling of awareness, this feeling of wholeness became of me. Because you see, we have to let them feel, we have to feel and release these things. We have to. Because what I learned is that ignoring it and pushing away and not communicating and just living a lie is not the way of life. Because it's a lie. You're lying to yourself. You're pretending that everything is fine when you're not okay. And it is okay to be not okay. A lot of the times we want to be appealing. We want to be favorable, especially for the person that we're with, especially if they're the ones that hurt us. And it's hard, it's hard. Because we love them and we want to be loved by them. So we just try our best to avoid conflict. And I'm one of those people. And by doing that, stems deeper resentment because you're not allowing your own space to be able to share because you're not allowing yourself to be vulnerable because you're not allowing yourself because you don't want to be judged and you don't want to be rejected and you don't want to be reminded by anything that might trigger a fight, trigger anger, 
I get it. I get it. And you're not alone. And there's nothing wrong with you. It takes time. I realize that everyone acts to the best of their ability. That's just what we do. We want to be approachable. We want to be thought as strong. We want to be inspiring. We want to be great. And I I used to think that I was all those things. That I was already all those things. But that was my ignorance. That was me just taking the easy way out, putting a bandage on this this wound that was like five inches deep and saying, oh, I'm good, and walking it off. No. What I did was I put that mask on and just put the smile on my face and pretended that I was good and I was living a lie. I was so far from the truth. So far. I was everything that everyone wanted me to be. I was everything everyone needed me to be. My mother needed me to be strong. My father needed me to be strong. My brothers needed to be my str- strong. I wanted to be strong for my niece. I wanted to be strong for my nephews. I wanted to be strong for myself. I wanted to be strong for my following. And yet, instead of helping me and curing myself, I dug it deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and I allowed that wound to just get infected. Becoming something that I'm not, a person that was just constantly irated by the smallest of things at times, at times, just randomly, like what? There's so much deeper things that I didn't realize that were stemming up that needed to be addressed, that needed to be worked on, that needed to be healed. And healed with time, with patience with love, with no self-judgment. I realized that. I realized that when I was no longer in my relationship. I realized that when I was diving into five years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, I realized how much I held and carried on with myself. It hit me. It hit me like like bricks hitting me. Like those same bricks that I was using to create this wall, those bricks hit me right in the face. It hit me that I have acted in the same way that caused me that pain and projected in an uncomfortable way. Maybe not to the same magnitude or extreme, But it hit me and it dawned on me that, wow. And that's when I was like, wouldn't it just be easy to sincerely forgive myself for allowing myself to be in harm's way, for allowing myself to hurt myself, for allowing myself to hate talk myself, for allowing myself and being in situations that I did not need to be, for being with people that didn't serve me. It had to stem with me. The person that I was most irritated by, the person I was more resented by, the person that caused me the greatest pain has been me. And I needed to learn to forgive myself. I needed to learn how to heal myself. And then I could forgive myself everyone else who has hurt me, anyone else who has broken my trust, anyone who has 
allowed me to be taken for granted. I had to forgive myself. And realizing and accepting myself that I'm not perfect. And neither are the people that were in my life who hurt me at the time. And if it's okay for me to not be perfect, it's okay for them to not be perfect. When you can replace anger with compassion, it is a huge game changer. Literally, I am probably one of the most compassionate humans when it comes to like animals and kids. It's retarded. (laughs) And even with elderly people and with toddlers, infants, and sometimes random strangers that I see that are dealing with so much injustice, I have so much compassion and love for them. For these people, these people that, 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 that hurt me one way, whether it be small or big, whether it was one time or too many times, when you replace that anger with love and compassion, this whole wave hits you. And, 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 and it enters like every single inch of your spirit and it cleanses you. When I was able to replace those feelings, I was able to realize that these people who I once loved were deserving of forgiveness. I realized that I deserved forgiveness. I realized what my triggers were. And I kid you not, it's almost as if they're, they've gone. My triggers have like literally have vanished. Because why? When you replace anger with compassion, you're left with love and empathy. No person listening to this podcast can ever say that they don't understand what I'm talking about. I love everything I've been through. It's made me who I am, as cliche as it sounds. I love the struggle. I love the trauma. I'm left with nothing but love. I love my abuser. I love the the people who have rejected me. I love them. I have replaced anger with love. And it takes time. In order to keep love alive, you have to keep putting work into it. And I've been. And I will continue to, till my last breath. And this isn't a one fixed type solution, no, to this problem, no. There's gonna be some highs and there's gonna be some lows and that's okay because guess what? That's what being human is about. That's what being human is all about. Nothing is ever linear. Life is spontaneous and random and it's, there's everyone's line is like a scribble scrabble. You don't even know where it starts and where it ends. That's the beautiful thing about it. When you're discovering yourself, when you're putting work into yourself, when you do that, you realize that you've become less harsh on yourself and you become less judgmental about yourself than you've ever been. 
Instead, you find yourself thankful for a lot of things that you've realized. You find gratitude in the pain. You find gratitude in the hurt. You find gems and lessons instead. Forgiveness doesn't mean accepting all the bad that's happened to you. For me, forgiveness is about allowing someone to repent on their own terms and feeding into the universe the energy that they need left for when they're ready to heal their own self. I, I used to <laughs> resent so many things. I used to carry it with me like, ah, you know, like it was haunting. But when you let go of that, forgiveness is salvation. I used to confuse that if I forgave people, it would just less complicate situations. If I forgave people, it would make things easier. If I forgave people, we don't have to talk about this no more. We can just move forward and just pretend it never happened. But that, that was bad behavior. That was enabling bad habits on my end. It was normalizing these things as if it was okay, but it's not. Truly forgiving doesn't mean accepting bad behavior. Truly forgiving means you have enough self-love to be able to let go and let live. Forgiveness is not about anyone else but you. And when you can find it in you to forgive yourself, that act of self-love is the greatest and most purest of all. I've learned that forgiveness is so much a way of positivity, a way of life. The reason why people sometimes can't forgive people and let go of things is of ego. When you kill the ego and you starve it, you're able to cut off all chains, those chains, those shackles that have been holding you down of suffering from the past that you've just been carrying and dragging and adding on to you. You're going to find that the moment you can let those shackles off and let those chains just drip off of you, that your relationships are going to become better. That with your family, that with your friends, that with your lover, your partner, whoever that may be. Make sure that you forgive people not to just help them, because that's what I used to do. If they're asking me for forgiveness, I'll give it to them, because I'm not greater than God, and God can forgive us, so why can't I? I made it about just them and gifting them my forgiveness and never allowed myself to feel and never allow myself to process. It needs to be about you helping not just them, but yourself too. By doing that, you're setting yourself up for the truth, to live in such a truth of liberation and freedom that you know what? You will no longer hold resentment. You will no longer feel frustration. You deserve better than that. You deserve a life of freedom without grudges, without pain. 
Because anger and resentment and bitterness does not undo the past. It will never change the past. It keeps you stuck there. It keeps you regressed. It keeps you lost. So I hope with all my heart that this episode here at A Girl Talks can serve as some form of guidance to help you move into the direction of forgiveness. I hope that by sharing my life in these 30 minutes can help you relate to what you're going through because you're not alone. It starts off with the self and it ends with the self. So don't force yourself. Don't beat yourself up. If you're not able to forgive right away, that's fine. That's okay. Just remember that true freedom and living in your real truth will come the moment you can let go and forgive. Remember to feel. Remember to feel. Stop thinking. Because when you feel, then you can feel your way to forgiveness. I promise you. I promise you that that courage will allow you to go a little deeper. To feel those hidden emotions that you've dug so deep in. Allowing you to remind yourself that something that you're doing, the work that you're doing, is for you and for nobody else. Our traumas in our past can be hard. Reliving and revisiting them can be difficult. But not handling either of those things will leave you hopeless, will leave you resentful, and will leave you feeling like a victim forever. And you're not. You are love, you are kind, and you're a survivor. And those are things that I had to tell myself. And those are the things that I now know that I am. I am a survivor. And I believe it more now in its truth because I've allowed to forgive people and I've allowed to forgive myself. All of that pain has been the greatest gift that I've been able to experience in all 36 years of my life, every single one of them that I've been through. And learning to forgive once and for all allows you to find grace. So with that, I leave you with lots of love and lots of light. If you have any questions, any suggestions, please email me at agirltalkspodcast at gmail.com. Love you.